there. This is Havala, and this is the Home with Havala podcast. Today, we're jumping back into our summer series, the 10 everyday wins. Well, we want to start working on, focus on for a few minutes of our day to make sure we live a healthy, balanced, abundant life. So today, we're looking at the win of fun. Yes, out of our 10 wins, fun has to be on the list. Why? For some of you that are overachievers, you love to work, you love to hustle, fun is not the thing you think of as winning. But if you look at studies and you look at parenting studies, you'll find that fun parents are rated some of the best parents. And it's actually really good for your child's development. Not only that, fun is good for us because, well, we need to celebrate. You may not have known this, but in the Bible, when it says that God created the heavens and the earth, and there were six days of creation. The seventh day is called Sabbath. Now, as a person of faith, I used to think Sabbath meant to take a nap, turn everything off, relax, rest, right? Because that's kind of what we were taught was that the Sabbath is about rest. But it actually means in the Hebrew to look back and to celebrate. It actually means to turn back and see all that you've done and then celebrate, acknowledge, play, experience it. Now, I know I don't want to take a long time with this this series, so I'm going to keep it really to the point and talk about fun. So one of my friends who's married to an orthopedic surgeon once said this to me. She said, Havala, if you don't plan to play, you will never play. So what she recommended as somebody who is married to someone with a really intensive job that requires heavy hours and a lot of work is that she had to put play into her calendar. I learned this years ago from her and we've done it ever since. So I look at my calendar again in quarters, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, and I make sure there's something in that quarter that is play focused, whether it's a camping trip, it's a trip to friends and family, whether it's a lake night or whether it's a vacation, an actual vacation, it's time to turn around, celebrate, work hard and play hard. It's spiritual and it's really important. So the things that we do as a family is we try to have traditional fun things. So obviously Taco Tuesday, uh, family movie night, just something that's fun and something to do. When we had littles, we found all the free experiences that we could do with our kids since they were young. We went to the train museum. We went to San Francisco to the Exploratorium. We would just do fun things just to get out and play. And something happens even as an adult when we just say today is about enjoying being alive. Today is about just being with other people and just Well, the luxury of not having anything to do. So we really, in our lives at least, we have to schedule fun. So I kind of look at our week and I go, okay, there's practice here and I've got this meeting here and I'm, you know, traveling this weekend. So one of the things that my parents did growing up, and those of you that don't know me, I just want to give you some information. My dad was a traveling minister. Yes, back in the day, they had traveling ministers and he would travel eight months out of the year. My sister and I were on the road with my mom, with him, six months out of the year. So we spent half of our childhood 
on the road. And many times on the road, there were church services, there were meals with leaders. You know, it was just the grind. It was hotel rooms, restaurants, and churches. That's what it was. But my dad and mom did this habit that I look back and I think this was genius. Anywhere that we went, again, the church would pay for us to get there. But anywhere that we were, they would extend our trip a day after all the work and all the ministry, and they would find something in that area to go do. So whether it was an amusement park, whether it was a museum, whether it was a hike, something they would find. And we would take one day after all that space and all that time and all that effort to play. So I took that same habit and we started doing this with our kids. So anywhere that we would go, we would work. I remember at one point being in Brisbane, Australia, and we, it was a full tour, two week tour, and I'm ministering and speaking and traveling and moving from city to city. And I'll never forget that after Sunday, that Monday, we rented mo- like scooters, electric moped scooters, and we went through the city. And we had fun and we rode the carousel and we did a few things because I wanted my kids to remember that we work hard. Absolutely. We hustle, but we also need to play. The way that we kind of teach our kids is there's the receiving line and the giving line. If you're always hanging out in the giving line, then you get burned out and you don't feel like it's fun anymore and it's, it's, it's enjoyable and it just feels like work, work, work. But if all you are is in the receiving line and you live in the endless consuming line, then you also don't live a fulfilled life. You live an entitled kind of just numb existence because you're not really contributing to the earth. You're just consuming everything. So we try to live within that balance between consuming and giving, right? It makes me laugh thinking about how Ben and I got this wrong for a long time. And what I mean is Ben and I, when we were first buried, before we had littles, we had four littles under the age of five. So if you're living in that space, you know what I'm talking about. Before you're married or before you have kids, a vacation is a vacation. It's fun, but it's sitting on the beach, reading a book, you know, it's zip lines and Jeep rides. It's fun, right? But when you have kids, sometimes you think it's a vacation but it doesn't feel like a vacation. You're working the whole time. You are up early. Maybe you're nursing the baby, changing diapers. Some of us, it's maybe we don't have kids or we're not married, but we go with our family and our siblings have, you know, different ideas and we are having to navigate family relationships. So here's the best way Ben and I decided, I want to say six years ago, we came up with this. There's a difference between a vacation and a family event, a family trip. Now, again, I don't want to just put everybody in the we have young kids category. So I want you to just understand that there's a difference between anything that we are doing as human beings. A vacation is when you're in charge of the time. You get to choose what fun looks like. That doesn't mean go, go, go. Some of us, fun looks like sitting on a beach with nothing to do, reading a book luxuriously. For others of us, it's actually having a bunch of adventures and traveling and walking through cities we've never walked through. But for some of us, we get caught up in thinking that a a trip or vacation should be, well, what a family trip is. No, what's fun for our kids is not always what's fun for Ben and I, and that's okay. 
something that we do a lot is we actually go to Disneyland every year. Now, initially we went to Disneyland because, well, when you have four kids under the age of five, you look for places that you're not constantly making sure they don't hurt themselves or break anything. (laughs) That's really what it is. Or that your kids can be loud and they can be messy and it's not disturbing anybody. Disneyland is that. You can be loud. You can scream. You can be messy. You can be uh, playful and nobody cares. You walk in front of people and you're in your little tutu. Love it. Celebrate it. So we did that for many years just because it was a place that we could relax as parents. We didn't feel the pressure to keep them quiet or to not break things or to not do anything that would disturb anybody else. But now that we've gotten older, My husband and I are like, wow, this is a lot of money to stand in line. (laughs) This is a lot of money to pay $16 for a corn dog. But we, and we even challenged it. Like, should we not do this anymore? But we realized that it actually forced our family to be together. You know, you have to get in line. You have to stand together. You get on a ride. It's rewarding. You get off. You have to just be together. It's forced fun. It's forced family time. So we would much rather hit Disneyland than be in a car driving across country together. That's just how we do our fun. So again, think about it that way. What requires kind of a forced family fun time? And sometimes that means getting on a houseboat, camping, going through a museum, hiking, whatever it is, but look at it as that way too, that sometimes when everybody has access to their devices or their workplace, it just doesn't create fun. It's kind of like you're navigating work and trying to be fun. You're fake fun. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about unplugging and having family forced fun time. Yes. Yes. I just invented that. Don't tell my kids. All right. So decide what it is. If it's a vacation, decide that. For some of you, that means you don't take the kids. You need a weekend away with your significant other. Do that. If it's with the kids, then don't be offended that they're getting up early and that this is work. It's just a family trip. It's still fun. It's just different. Distinguish it in your head and you'll be a whole lot happier. And if you don't have kids, then it's a vacation with a friend on the beach reading a book and you love it. But if it's a family reunion, that it may not be a vacation. So don't be offended. And then lastly is make sure that you really know what is fun for you personally. So, you know, for some of us, fun is getting on a canoe and being out on the lake. And for others of us, it's actually being in a museum or it's having brunch with friends. Decide what's fun for you and what you feel refreshed with and plan that. Okay, here's a bonus tip. What if you're not a fun person? (laughs) I know there are some of you that are thinking, I'm not super fun. I either am best friends with a fun person, or I have a partner that's really fun, but they work all the time. I need more fun in my life, and I don't naturally feel fun. My suggestion is be adopted by a fun friend. I have a friend, Jenna. Jenna is a blast. She's always planning things. No matter what it is, it's karaoke night, it's meet at the beach, and we're going to have, you know, dinner and the kids are going to play. She's always planning things. I'm not that fun. I got a lot of work to do. But if I hang out with her, my cool factor goes up and my fun factor goes way up. 
So I want her to adopt me. So I just stay on her list and say, invite me to whatever you're doing. And I can say yes or no, but it, it makes me fun. So ask some fun friend to adopt you and say, please invite me to anything you're doing. I probably won't get to do everything, but I'll do something and it will force me to be more fun. All right, you guys, I hope that this encourages you. Again, if you have not gone back and listened to our other five wins, go back. We've had so much fun. The month of June and July were all about fun, everyday wins. And let me just say this, for all of you that would like to have more fun in your life, we created something fun for you. In this episode, if you post this in your social media stories, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, but you tag us at Truth to Table, you have to tag us at Truth to Table on Facebook or on Instagram, you will be entered in to win $25 to Starbucks. Yep, we want to take care of your coffee for you and somebody else. And so if you made it this far in the podcast, then guess what? You have an opportunity to win a $25 gift card to Starbucks. So make sure, take a picture, don't forget to tag us, and we will let you know if you won within the next couple days. All right, you guys, that's it for today. Next week, we're talking all about winning in your kids' relationships. So until then, have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.